Hey guys, what's up? This is Califuqua. Welcome back to Mental Illness and Sharks. I'm so excited to be here with you today. My cat is right next to me and she's looking real comfy and ready for some mental health talk. Right, Cinny? Okay. Um, anyway, so we have a special kind of bonus episode for you guys today. I had a listener write in um, asking... Uh, for ways to tell her parents that are to tell their parents that they're depressed, how to talk to the parents about depression and mental illness in general, right? And it's a really hard thing to talk about with anyone, much less your parents, because your parents, they worry for you and they don't want to hear that their child is suffering. And sometimes that can come out in pretty inappropriate ways from them and pretty ignorant ways. And that is having to do with age, culture, everything, every single factor, all so many factors go into how parents respond to her people respond to mental health. Um, but the what I will say is first, I would just practice what you want to say. Like I know that sounds silly, but in a mirror, just talk to yourself and Try and use a lot of like I statements. So what I mean by that is like, I have been feeling really depressed this year. um, And I think I would really benefit from a therapist. Um, Instead of using like accusatory tones, like that doesn't, not that you're trying to attack your parents, but in this sensitive moment, you really want to try to make sure that this is, they know this is about you, you know, this has nothing to do with them, or maybe it does, but right now we're focusing on you, and that's okay, that's okay, you can be selfish during this time, and just practice kind of not, I I don't want to say walking on eggshells, because you shouldn't have to walk on eggshells, practice what you're going to say, really speak from what you're feeling, because there are so many things going on when you're mentally unwell, and it's hard to kind of say it all at once if you if you don't like re- rehearse it because um, I don't know the my or at least with my brain I'm just like so jumbled until I write something down and that really really helps for me so I really think that's um, a good start. Um, another thing, oh, anticipate their questions. Also, uh, like enjoy their questions. That's what I like most um, when people when I like disclose my mental mental condition. I like when people ask me questions uh, because we're literally taught nothing about mental health in primary school and people, people, if you don't go out of your way to like learn about it, how the heck are you going to know? So I love questions. And now there's a difference between like, like questions, like good questions that are like appropriate. And then of course there is a line where some questions are not appropriate, like, trying to think like I don't know are you I don't know are you gonna are you gonna are you violent or something like that you know it's stuff that you that the world thinks about those that are mentally ill a lot of the time and they're kind of and like the the person asking the questions isn't asking for like learning purposes right I don't know if that made sense at all but anyway I think that anticipating that there will be questions and hoping that there will be questions is a really, hey, stop, um, is really important. Um, they might ask you, did something happen to make you feel this way? And if it did and you're comfortable talking about it, go ahead. Um, 
Or they might ask you like, or if, or if, or if nothing happened to make you feel this way, that's something to also state too. Like depression does not need a reason. It has no rhyme or reason. And it's a, it's just a chemical imbalance, clinical depression. Um, they might ask you, um, <laughs> um, how can we help you feel better? Right? Cause that's, that's what, what, what do we want from this? What is our goal? And you should have that goal in mind too. Um, whether that's therapy or, you know, going to a psychiatrist and checking out medications, um, whether that's more situational stuff, right? Um, if it's situational depression, like how can we help, uh, what, what next steps can we take to make you feel comfy? Um, they might ask you, have you ever tried to hurt yourself before? And this is a really tough question to hear and to ask. Um, I would say be honest. Um, but that is a really tough one. It's something that a lot of people are really shameful about. And it's not, that's not what anyone needs at that point in their lives when they're in that much distress that they're hurting themselves. Shame and guilt on top of that are just brutal. Um, so I would say be honest and I, I, you know, with all these like tips that I'm giving, it does just depend on the family. I'll say that again. And sometimes parents will ask questions. Sometimes parents will kind of like disregard it. And, and that is where my, my heart really breaks. Um, I, as far as parents that really are just not receptive to the idea of mental illness, I... I would say, I, 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 and I know this might sound bad, I would say leave, you know, find somebody else because there is somebody in your life that is that will be receptive to mental health talk and it's not going to be your parents and that's something that you have to accept at some, like, you know, like it's, it's devastating and you want, you know, you want your parents to be there for you in this time, but if it's going to, at that present moment, not benefit you in any way, it's only going to make you more upset I would find someone, maybe a, maybe a teacher or a school counselor that can help you get resources. Um, but another tip is, is um, you know, don't wait. Um, ta- if you are experiencing any type of mental health struggle, don't wait. And, and please talk to someone um, because there is someone that will listen in your life. And me, I, if you ever want to write me too. Um, I will listen for sure. Um, uh, let's see another, oh, another thing is choose like a, a good time to tell them. Um, and what I mean by that is sometimes we, in the heat of a crisis or like, in, let's say you're having an argument with your parents and then it just comes out of you. You're just like, well, you know what? I've been feeling this way and blah, 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 blah. blah and like, you don't even like notice or care. And your mom's like, and your mom or dad's like, whoa, 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 what? what is what I didn't expect that that came out of nowhere and then they'll start getting a little defensive because they think you're blaming them for not knowing but it's just timing is really important um so choosing a time where you know no one's stressed uh take a bunch of factors into consideration if they're doing like a simple task such as cooking or or just like cleaning the house maybe that's a good time some downtime but if they're having a a really crappy day and it's they're in a bad mood I would definitely recommend holding off um 
just until there's a moment during the day. And I'm not holding, don't hold off for too long. I said, don't wait. So I'm not trying to contradict myself here, but, um, you know, just, just wait for a, a minute of downtime. Don't let it come out in the heat of an argument or like anger in any way, which I know can be hard to do because sometimes it just comes out of you, you know? Um, let's, okay. Well, another one, I guess like name exactly what's going on. So some areas like of, with depression specifically, I guess, um, some like areas of your life that can be affected by depression are like, you know, my, my grades are, my grades in school are going down and I need help with that. Um, teen substance abuse. It's, uh, it's real and it's, and it's really, it's like an epidemic. It's, it's awful. Um, substance abuse in general, but this, but like seeing teenagers going through withdrawal from like, that is like pretty devastating. And it's also another like shame filled disease where they like people don't want to tell their parents that they're that they're using substances and that it could be like the one thing that saves them and so I do encourage to name it you know name the stakes um let's see oh so like another so like the ability to make and keep friends like say you're like dying your social life's kind of like uh uh like going away and you don't have any friends or you feel like you don't you feel really isolated maybe name that to your parents like I just feel lonely and I don't know what to do to like gain new friends keep friends and I just you know yeah it, it, yeah um and then of course like like physical safety if you have already or are thinking about it thoughts of hurting yourselves tell someone because they can hold you accountable and that is something that is really important when you're in the heat, again, in the heat of a crisis and you think you might want to hurt yourself. Um, And I know it feels almost embarrassing, but it is just, don't wait, you know, just say it. Um, And it's going to be tough and it's going to be hard and maybe you won't get the answer you want. Um, But I really hope you do. Uh, I guess one more thing I can say, something that really helped me is I, and I said this before, kind of like at the beginning, you practice what you're going to say or like have like some bullet points. Um, but one thing I love to do is I like to write stuff down. Um, and I, this is a very cheesy one, but I like to write letters. Um, and then I never give them to the person, but it kind of gives me the opportunity to say anything I want. You like it, it, I could be angry at the person I'm like giving the letter to or, you know, supposed to give the letter to. I can be totally like sad and devastated and, and, and scary. And you can be whatever you want in this letter and just, you know, don't give it to them, I would suggest. And then when you talk with them, you'll kind of have the ability to draw points from the letter that you think would be beneficial to the conversation. Um, you know, all that being said, it is so tough to talk to your parents about depression, especially in your middle school, teen years. Um, it sucks. And I, I'll say it again. Some times you will not get the response you want. Um, 
But that doesn't mean there's not someone in your life that can help you, that knows how to spot signs of depression, spot signs of self-harm, someone that is not even educated in the the you know in the whole realm of mental health but just familiar and empathetic and compassionate um so i i suggest you know just finding someone that you can connect with and that you don't feel shamed with um that is that's like our episode today i really was excited to answer this uh listener's question. I hope that helped in some way. Um, you know, guys, please write in with any and all questions. I love answering things. I said that earlier. I'm really trying. I'm like monologuing right now because I don't know what shark fact I should do. Um, oh my gosh. Well, my friend Madison, who was just on our previous episode, got me this awesome cat in a shark costume figurine. So shout out to Madison. I will come up with a better shark fact next week. Um, but that's all for today, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Again, my name is Califuqua, and uh, my email is califuqua at gmail.com. That is C-A-L-L-A-F as in Frank, U-Q-U-A, uh, for any questions, comments, concerns, critiques. All right, bye, guys. Thanks so much.